What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How we doing? How the hell are you? Today is, well, we're doing Monday's show. As you probably noticed this week, a little behind with the podcast. And this is something I'm going to fix for those new to the show. Because the show has been growing a lot lately, like the last month, month and a half. This is not, I mean, not typical. I like to get the shows done early in the morning, let these things come out early, and then I can get back to my work. But there's just been so much going on. I mean, my workload has stepped up with hockey coming back. Basketball's right around the corner. I'm getting ready for that. Uh, uh, playoffs. MLB playoffs are going on, of course, football. So there's just so much on my plate. And as we talk about all the time on this show, the life of a 24-7 sports better, a full-time sports better, it can be daunting. I mean, look, a lot of my friends, it's it's so funny, even family members, they think that what I do for a living, it's also like, yeah, you work from home. Of course you have some time, right? It's like, yeah, everyone just assumes that, you know, I'm like, I'm on the couch watching ESPN all day. That's not the case. I have to choose and pick and decide where I spend my time because there's only so many hours in the day. And if you think that I'm going to go into NHL season 100% ready on every team, every player, and I'm still going to bet the NFL, college football profitably, the NBA, the uh, MLB playoffs, getting ready for basketball coming up, not just NBA, but college there's a lot going on. So it's not like you can just snap your fingers and, and, and do all this. There's hours in the day that have to be taken out in order to handicap and get things ready. And and honestly, even though a lot of my stuff's automated and my computer does a lot of it, there's plenty of, of handwritten work the way I do things that goes in afterwards. Okay, I get my NHL sheet every morning. Every morning I wake up, come down, uh, get my NHL numbers compared to the market numbers, likely for the day after and, and for that day. And, you know, at that point, I don't just go, okay, I'm betting these teams. Then there's an extra step or two of looking at the most up-to-date information, stuff that can't be taken into account by computers. And you may say, well, what do you mean? Stuff that can't be taken into account by computers. If we hear that there's a team, I don't care what sport, that's getting into it with their head coach and the star player is arguing with the head coach in practice, that's tough to bet, to put into a computer and get out and quantify, Right. But that's obviously something we need to handicap. So that's what I mean by the extra layer, the extra process. It's not just a computer. It's a lot of handicapping that goes on. So, you know, long story long, I guess, my days have been taken up. My hours have been taken up. And we haven't been able to really get these pods out on time. But don't worry. With hockey kind of underway, I think we're back to being caught up to where everything is going to be status quo from this point forward. So either way, on today's show, we're going to go back and focus on last week's record like I do every show or every Monday should be. Uh, I like to, to do that. You know, go Go back, hold ourselves accountable, whether it was a great weekend or a horrible weekend, talk about the record and uh, kind of just go over things that way. So I have last weekend's record. Don't have a total record. We do that about every three to four weeks on this show. So don't worry. Either next week, the week after, we'll go over the entire show record the last couple months and uh, bring everything to light with all of those numbers. But last weekend, we had a kind of a rough weekend. Two, five, and one gave out eight picks. Two wins, five losses, one tie. On Saturday, we actually went two, two, and one. We had a couple winners with Purdue plus three, Florida State plus three and a half. We lost with Utah minus three, and we tied TCU minus seven. And just another reminder, I still found value on TCU minus seven on game day, but it was minus six and a half, minus six all week long. So if you bet that early in the week, you won. If you waited until game day, you tied. I still saw the value, but just a little reminder of uh, why it's important to bet early. So uh, the the uh, loss in the the other loss that day was San Jose in the NHL plus one sixty five. And remember, so that's important, okay? Because we always go over when we talk about our total record, 
and the show's record and the record over the last four months and three months, stuff like that. What we also talk about is break-even percentage. And this is a good example, okay? We gave out five picks on Saturday, uh, minus 110, minus 110, minus 110, minus 110, and then plus 165. So we went two, two, and one, but we actually ended up in the positive because the plus 165 was one of the losers. So that's just a reminder. You know, there's a lot of people out there who give out alternate. Li- How many people on Twitter are giving alternate lines and teasers? And hey, I know this team's minus three, but we're buying them up to minus four and a half. I mean, I see that all the time. It's hysterical. But uh, that matters. You know, those extra points. If you go from minus, I-, I see a lot of this. I see like a lot of like alternate line parlays and not teasers, but people, you know, buy an extra couple points here or there. And that greatly skews the break-even percentage, okay? So what that's doing, and this is for a different show, but if you're teasing a team from minus 3, minus 110, up to minus 4.5, or excuse me, up to, uh, let's say, plus 3, minus 110, up to plus 4.5 at like minus 150, well, that minus 110 to minus 150 may seem trivial to you, but what you've effectively done is increase the house's advantage by about 8%. Okay, now if you think that it's so worth it that 8% of the time that three and four is going to be so valuable, then do it. But most often, or more times than not, it's not worth it. Okay, what they charge for you to move on to numbers is certainly not worth it compared to what you pay. So that's that's the thing, you know. I think break even percentage is the most important thing that's never talked about. I haven't heard any other shows talk about it. Like I'm talking big sports betting shows, ESPN shows, Fox sports shows. I mean, I haven't heard any of these shows talk about break-even percentage, which may be the most important thing, even more important than a record. Because would you rather be five and five where every bet you make is break-even? Okay, so even money bet. You pay 10 to win 10. Or would you rather be five and five where every bet you make is minus 200? Clearly, the answer is break-even, right? But most people don't understand that. Most people think that as long as their record is good, it doesn't matter what the prices they're paying are, which couldn't be more you know, wrong, couldn't be further from the truth. And again, a lot of this happens on Twitter where people don't know what the fuck they're talking about, but just another reminder there. All right, so either way, 2-2-1 two, two, and one on Saturday, 0-3 oh, on Sunday, back to the record from last weekend. We had Baltimore minus three against Cincy. They won by two. We had over six and a half in the Mets and Dodgers game, or in the Mets and uh, Padres game. Well, they went to six, <laughs> a couple close ones there. Baltimore minus three, they won by two, over six and a half, they scored six. And hey, the wins and losses, whether it's close or not, it's all the same in terms of the money. And uh, our other loss that day was the Mets. We had the Mets minus 135. So overall, break-even percentage for the weekend, right around minus 112. And uh, two, five, and one on the weekend. Not the best ever. I'll admit, the last couple weekends have not been great. So you know what that means. I, I, I expect fully a good couple weekends coming up. Absolutely. And, and we've talked about this before, the idea that it's, if I give nine picks out as a pro, I'm not going to go five and four every weekend. I'm going to go seven and two, and then three and six, and then four and five, and then eight and one. Right? It happens in these spurts. So stay tuned this weekend. Hopefully we get some winners back on track. So that does it for today's show. 2-5-1 over the weekend. And uh, coming up next week or the week after, we'll have our total record on the show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.